And we're off. Welcome, everybody, to the Before and Laughter podcast. <laughs> it's all retarded. I mean, it's all related. <laughs> what are your guys' demands? Honestly, Frank, nobody can hear what you're saying, dude. It's the funniest thing you've ever said. Oh, you were fucking praying mantis? Welcome to It's All Related Podcast. Yeah. Oh, we, we lost Georgie. Hey, he's right there. Georgie is here. What's going on, guys? Yeah, yeah. What up? What up? How's everybody doing? What up, people? Awesome, dude. Chilling. Everybody's chillando. Good. This week, I want to start it off. All right, we ain't going to get sued because this motherfucker, he only got like 13 views on his shit anyway. So <laughs> but I want to give this guy some uh, some props. I like this song. I think it's fire. Let me know what you guys think. Um, you know? And... I'm gonna play it. Play it? Play it. Do you guys <clears throat> hear it? No, I don't hear anything. Hear anything. All right, so let's stop that for a minute because you know, Zoom is a piece of shit. And um well this kid is from New York. He's a rapper. I never heard of him before in my life. What's his name? Um, uh, his name is a bear. A bear? Yeah, like a bear. Uh-huh. So uh, it worked for me now, so let's hope this works now. Let's see if it works. Let me know if you can hear it. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yep, yep. Was the greatest in my city for I ever even said it Rather stay underground than go sell out for the credit Only God that I'm in debt was success was death Then I'm independent, I get the check alone, ain't got a check Body on me by my lonely, I'ma die for this I'm cutting ties for the wind, don't be surprised, little bitch I know you want a piece, after seeing all the progress All I hear is gossip, I trust the process Yeah, yeah, Joel Embiid is my speed Should be in a post, but I'm out here shooting threes Yeah, they never believed, they thought I'd never see the lead they don't want to see me breathe They just praying that I leave It's too late I'm already great Too much on the plate Can't escape Only worry is keeping family safe Yeah, ain't no competition Take a look at the resume I ain't just a threat, bitch I'm a pirate ready to detonate I got traps set in place The leader of the heavyweights For the prey Booking one way Takes to have his case I'm ready to die for it But I'd rather be alive for it If I pull up, I'm arrive for you if I pull up, I'm Prida, Prida, Evidita, Loyene Prisha, Campore de Vipa, Conhavera, Uzi, Chapoponi, Yumethika, Yina Vipa, Sinipura, Yuni Chica. 
Un nuk flas për që kam bo Rekordi fut për veti kur unë besi se kam do Kam bo pare unë s'kam fole Dash ma kam kari në ngojt Dukati e ose odi jam si sadit për jashtoj A këture se ma sleep a befini Në si dhe fit I wanna see how it feels Cause when it got me incomplete What's the point of having pills When there is no one to compete It's only right I'm from the mountains Cause I'm always in my PU Yo to London Please don't make us run in The money in abundance And here for the discussions I'm ready to die for it But I'd rather be alive for it If I pull up, I'ma ride for you If I pull up, I'ma ride, ride I feel Jesus flowing through me, bro. <laughs> I didn't know he was Albanian. Yeah, until he spit, he started spitting Albanian. Wow. You know who he kind of sounded like at first? Who I thought it was? Uh, did you ever hear of uh, China Mac or Mac China or something? No, man. I don't listen to fucking alternative Albanian rap music. No, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of him, China Mac Ten or what the fuck? What? Nah, I forget. That, his name. He's yeah, pretty that good. Sounds like there's. You think there's like a deaf poetry slam and I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Guri. Let me ask you guys something. Guri, pa ui. Well, I'm, I gotta ask Tommy this question. Hold on, hold on, bro. Guri, pa ui, ren strand. Ui, nuk muri me kalua. Trooping. That's it. <laughs> All right, George, what question were you asking? My bad. All right, my question is, do you find it hard to like rappers since you've had so many great rappers from New York? Yeah, I do. But... Especially this new music. You, the thing about this new music, bro, is that their beats are so fire. Like, the beats are so good, dude. Like, that guy probably bought that beat for $15 from DJ Skender Bale. You know? <laughs> the beat was fire. You know? That beat was fire. Like, you, that's the problem. Like, nowadays, the beats are so good that these guys don't have to be that good on the beats lyrically. And it still sounds amazing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, none, of back in the, really, none of them are really good now, man. I don't know. This this definitely wobble, yeah, logic wobble logic's up. good. Wobble wobble up, bro. Logic Big is not sad. Good. Logic's good. I think he's good. And I, I listen to that fucking I listen to that song almost every day on my way to work. Just because Which of the one? The beat wobble, is so wobble, hard, wobble, dude. Uh -huh. <laughs> bro, I was listening to a rap mix. It was a nineties ultimate rap mix, right? Underground. Bro, the shit that they were spitting on there, bro, it just really? it just made me think I'm like Oh, this was the golden era of rap. Bro. Yeah, like the nineties yeah, yeah, was just dude. a go. You know what I'm saying? And and New York, all the, the whole nineties, killing it, dude. Like the way they were rapping, their flow was just so raw, bro. You know? They've been killing it since the fucking eighties. Yeah, right. bro. Since the seventies, bro. DJ Cool Herc, he all started this shit, rap dude. shit. You know? But you, to your question, is do I find it hard? Yeah, we've been spoiled in New York. This the, bro, there's probably 150 dope New York rappers that I probably haven't even heard yet. 
You know what I'm saying? That are like nasty. You know? Sometimes I'll stumble up across them. Um, and I'll be like, yo, how did I never hear of this person? Like, you know, they're like, yeah, they've been doing it for 15 years. I'm like, what, bro? Dude, like, I never heard like, I, before. like I said, look up China Mac. China I, Mac? I've, I've heard China, China Mac. Dude, yeah. he, he got some, he's from New York. He got some fucking, uh, he, he's good, dude. I don't know, but let me tell you something right now. People can say whatever they want. I think Little Dicky is one of the best rappers in the game right now. I don't know who that is. Oh, you're about to find out who that is right now. You're about to find out who that is right now? You know who's dope right now? Lil Baby. I'm telling you. Yo. Nigga, are these real names or are you guys just messing around? No. No, I'm being serious. He's good. (laughs) He's actually pretty good. Little Dicky and Little Baby. I love Lil Dicky. Who is he? Is it white? Ready? We're going to play it right now. Hold on. Super white. Hold on. He's the whitest guy ever. Because I don't know who that is. You know Lil Dicky, man. I played him for you. All right. Just, but just listen. It's all right. Because this is so fire. Five. Lil Dicky. Yo, turn the rock. Wonder. Drop a beat on him. Ah. Sway in the morning, Shane. Turn that beat up uh, in your headphones. Get the headphones. Okay, turn it up. I think he's one of the best rappers in the game right now. Lyrically. I'll tell you nothing to get serious. There we go. Lil old dick and I'm back in this bitch I know y'all know when I rap what it is All facts don't fib Got a gang full of hits In touch with the kids like a pedo Ugh, I'm a jam like Shaq I'm a bang when I wish Up in this bitch like a feeder Say no timelines when you timeless Hold up, MJ, 96 Meaning I'm back on my bullshit You know I come hard like a full dick Suburban and white yeah. Stay with the bread like some cool whip though Look how it spreads, cool whip flow I can make them right with a IG live And my girl got bombs on a baji hide And between her legs is looking right High pot and noose Ugh, bring it all down Hold up, sway let me bring it all down Been out here Citizenship Look at how I got everybody tuned in right now They would probably watch this for an hour Tracy, I brought you flowers Gas out the ass like flatulence I was slept on like mattresses I got my head right aspirin I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in I'm not about to hold a paper and display it like a thumbtack No touchback, they about to run his back And if you ever met me, you root for me Sharp shit coming, I'm a dome, I'm a unicorn Part of my breath, only perky said I fuck with his breast. Elevator kissing hoes at the Ritz. Freaky Friday, I get in, I'm like Chris. Wait, sway, pass me the rock, get it. Post, jab, up fake. Huh, jumping in them, two shots at the line. I got him like a mime. Odell, beg a mic cut on a dime. Glow in the dark, see me anytime. Used to put the Xbox controller on my dick and let it vibrate. How I jerked off as a child. Came a long way, now I'm like, hey, girl, you, me, fuck, and the shit worked. Hey, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. Sway, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. I'm like Kareem, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. These hooks got me scoring. Coming from afar, rapping in France. I never need an advance. I'm switching it up like I'm trans. Although I'm the Trojan man, I'm eating the pussy like cervical cancer. I know where I'm going, but shit, if my GPS died, I sleep in my sedan. I can't do the Schmurda dance. I, I get caught up looking up. Does it work for you? Sometimes I'll catch it for a minute. OJ with it, y'all wonder how I did it. My mom hit me once, she lugged it in Sue, but I'll stomp y'all out like a Dominican Sue. All the shoe brands wanted me to I remember they thought I was Lonely Island. There will not be another like me. I could go viral if I put out a snippet. I'm sick like a coder, you really could get it. I'll always be playing just like I'm embedded. I got a leg up like Ottomans, though, and my television show is coming, but that is irrelevant. Right now, I'm rapping like Presence Kid. How did I get here? I got big rapping like Diddy. I'm prevalent. Hold up, let me find the melody. All my fans 
boys are getting mad at me. They just want to hear me spazzing now, but I just had to put a couple smashes out. How is this shit a pop star? Rap name is a dick joke. How did he make it that far? Good pussy at the crib like a house cat. They're waiting on my buzz like the Outback. In and out with the bag like I make tea. When I do shopping sprees, eyebrows long like AD. Girls get wet like Navy. Pull up like I'm Stephen Shoe Cream. Players in the NBA text me. If I want a Diet Coke, someone brings me Diet Coke. All my live shows nuts like I expose testicles. Hold up, wait. You mean I live my shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at my penmanship. I'm a Carl's Jr. model, for real. Just on the side like soccer moms. I could have sold you stocking bonds. Have it so fast like Ramadan. The Autobahn, the shaman running down the bomb from Carson's arm. I'm off the farm. I'm on the court. The Jumbotron is on the board. They playing my song. LeBron is not as. Am I James Worthy? Look at my bars. I'm made up like Bernie. <laughs> oh, we having fun. Girls see me and start blushing just because I'm around. I used to always get a boner at my physical sway. If this is cultural appropriation, what can I say? What would you have me do? You know I got a Rap. But the times now are scary. Hold up, wait, take a step back, days. think about the shit. Internet is a permanent place. This is gonna live forever. Uh, read, analyze, think about everything. I'm such an idiot. I used to cover R. Kelly songs at my shows without even knowing it was problematic. I feel the pressure, under more scrutiny. What I do, act more Jewishly. Come on, Sway, write my eulogy. Am I looking like I need to get a job or looking like I need a bodyguard? I play tennis with Leonardo. How y'all train on track like cargo? I go dumb, don't dumb it up. Don't fuck on planes, but I'm coming up. Add up my my view is to sum it up. I was just on Sports Center. Dun -dun -dun. Oh I think I'm good. I've done enough. My haters look mad like son of a oh Now God. let me go and finish on my album, Jesse Smollett. You know I'm going to fuck it up. Oh. Stop, bro. I was just on Sports Center. Da -da -da. Oh, my God, bro. This dude's so nasty. He's comical, man, but that's fucking... He said I got to leg up like an ottoman. He goes... <laughs> He goes, I don't fuck on planes, but I'm on the come up. He could be the new, like, He goes, weird, the only perk he said I fuck with his breasts. <laughs> I'm about to, he, he go, the only Percocet, Perky's, per, like Percocet, the only Percocet I fuck with is his breasts. <laughs> Perky sets, Perco sets. We got it there. <laughs> he said, I'm, all, I'm the Trojan man, but I'm about to eat the, I'm about to eat the pussy like cervical kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. He's the one of the best doing it right now, bro. It's he it. is. So, oh, so he no, what do you mean he's one no. of the best doing it? He doesn't make no bangers. Man. Right now? Bro, bro he... Rapping-wise? Lyrically? Rapping-wise? Lyrically? Absolutely. I agree with you on that, Joey. He's, he's comical. It, bro, it's not even comical, bro. If his he switched up his flows like ten times, no, no, in one freestyle. Happy, but but oh. he don't make bangers. What do you mean? He made the song with little with uh fucking uh Chris Brown, Freaky Friday. Yeah, Chris Brown made makes bangers. Yeah, but that song was oh, great, yeah. dude. No, Chris Brown is yeah, but Chris Brown is that's different, dude. He's an R and B singer, you know. Literally, yeah. he's nasty. Oh, that's him when they like switch bodies or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, wait, can I say the N word? He's like, nigga, 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 I'm that nigga. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. It's okay, though, because he's Jewish. No, he's no, no, it wasn't him saying it. It was him <laughs> pretending to say it, but it was Chris Brown really saying it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, listen, if you're a rapper, white, black, Chinese, whatever, or I mean, you should be able to say it if it's, you know. It's part of the culture. That's it. 
It's part of the culture. What's it called? Um, so what's going on? What's new in your guys' lives? <sighs> Same old shit. Coming out of quarantine slowly but surely. You guys opened up, right? No. 99.9%, yes. Except, uh, except, for the, except for the gyms. More like 65%. Everything's opened up now. Yeah? Restaurants, bars. You know what's the worst Are place? Bars open? Most of them. You know what's the place that I feel the least comfortable going in? And I feel like it's ground zero for the coronavirus in America? Walmart. Oh, oh my Walmart. God. But Sorry. the funny thing is, as a New Yorker, like me and Aileen, uh, we went to Long Island Saturday, right? All right, so let me tell this little funny story. All right, so Aileen wakes up and she's like, she's like, you want to go to the beach today? I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. Do I feel like shit in my chest? No, no, I was like, I'm going to go, I'll go to the beach, but I got to go return something. So, because it annoys her that I return, because I always return, I got to return mad shit, you know? So, uh, she's like, okay. So, we get up. She's getting ready. And there's this new fucking gaming mouse that I want that I can't find by me. So, I look in Long Island. And there's one, like, 20 minutes away from the beach that we're going to. So, I, I, I buy it, right? And then I'm like, all right, let's go. So, we go. And then I go, she goes, I go, we got to stop at Best Buy. She goes, all right. Is there a Walmart? Is there a Walmart around there? I go, yeah. She goes, okay. So I drive from our house and I go <laughs> to the Best Buy first instead of going to the beach. And she's like, what are you doing? She's like, what? First of all, she's like, where's the GPS taking us? Why are we doing like all these circles and stuff? <laughs> and, I, and we pull up to Best Buy and she goes, what do we? No, no. She goes, why would you go here first? She goes, we go to the beach. We'll go to him after, you know? So. I'm like, all right, I fucked up. So we go to the beach. We're chilling. Wait, so you were at Best Buy, and then you left Best Buy to go to the beach? Yeah, because I didn't think about it. We had to go to Walmart, too. So, you know, it's a trip that's going to take an hour. You know what I'm saying? An hour and a half. So, and I couldn't just get out the car and be like, all right, like, listen, I know we have to come back, but let me just go grab <laughs> this real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that you can't okay. do that. So we go to the beach. And we're hanging out. The beach is terrible. It's horrific. It's just sand everywhere. It's uh, next time I go to the beach, I'm gonna rent a car to go there. Um, <laughs> so we're sitting there. I'm playing with the kids. We're like they're having fun. We're having a good time with the kids and stuff. Um, and I I just happen to look. I'm like, yo, let me check because COVID. Like, let me check what time Best Buy closes. And I look online and it says six o'clock. And I'm like, oh my god, it's four thirty right now. It takes a half hour. To, <laughs> it takes a half hour to get there. I'm like, we're gonna cut it close. And I paid for it already. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, babe, I'm like, Walmart closes at six. I'm like, you know, we gotta make money. We wanna go to Walmart. <laughs> and then she she looks online. She goes, no, Walmart closes at eight. She goes, why are you saying it close at six? You're not going to Best Buy, right? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know? So I'm sitting there, and she's like, every time I go to Long Island, this happens. She's like, do you want to get a hotel room and stay here? You know? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, let me look online for a nice hotel room that's next to the Best Buy so that we can leave right now before Best Buy closes. So I look online. I find a beautiful hotel room for mad cheap like 150 the covid rate and i'm like i'm like i got look i'm like you want to do it let's do it right now 
She's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, but we got to go because the pool closes soon. So <laughs> we get up and we go and I fucking race to Best Buy. <laughs> and I get the... And I get the fucking uh, the mouse, and then we go to Walmart, and that brings me to why Walmart feels like ground zero for the Wuhan special. Because I walked in there, dude, and it just feels like that place has the coronavirus on everything. You know what I mean? You know? Like, I'm going in there. I don't even want to touch the clothes because I'm like, just stay away. There's probably, you know, it's probably fucking coronavirus. You know what I mean? So... We finished in there. I want to take a picture so bad, dude. You know those pictures on the internet where you see like Walmart and then the picture of the person, how they're dressed or whatever? Like yeah. it's a meme. I saw this lady. She was about 270 pounds. And she was wearing Daisy Dukes and a cutoff top that came to here, but her belly was out like 17, <laughs> like, like two feet. <laughs> it looked like you squeezed the sausage into fucking into blue G, blue Daisy Dukes. It was so hard. And then she had the tramp stamp, the tribal tattoo on the back. I was no, like, cool, cool. I have to take a picture for the internet right now. I just have to take a picture for it. I couldn't do it, man, because I felt like her. a piece of shit. And bro, what, what are you doing? Bro, I don't understand people. Do you not look in the mirror when you go outside? <laughs> I, think they, I think they do that just to fucking annoy other people. No, no. I it's, think so. I, th I think they think they're like, okay, I'm fat and nasty. I'm just going to do this. This will fucking gross somebody out. That's a horrible joke. Like, that's a bad joke to play because you're just making fun of yourself, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not fat shaming or anything like that. I mean, I think fat is beautiful, but. No, no, no. I don't want to no. be one hey, of we, those we guys. Know, I don't want to be fucking we, demonetized we or whatever. <laughs> no, no. Forget about demonetized. Listen, fat is fat, bro. Fat yeah, is fat. Fat is unhealthy, okay? You're fat, you're fat, fine, okay? But, but cover that shit up in public because nobody wants to see it. That's true. Literally nobody. You know what I wear when I go out? To, like, hop <laughs> Hey, we got, a, we got a visitor. What are you doing, man? What's up, Dan? Hi, dude. Jesus Christ, dude. She's going to want a fucking percentage of the profits now. So, you, you know what I do when I go outside, dude, and it's hot? I wear things that accentuate my positive features, like a cut-off T-shirt, right? Hides the stomach. My arms are a little bit bigger than normal. Shows the arms. Shows the arms. I shave the arms to make sure that it's, they're, they're being shown off the showcase. It's like waxing a car before you take it out, you know? <laughs> and I cover my stomach. You know why? Because my stomach's disgusting. Because my stomach's disgusting, dude, to me. And if it's disgusting to me, it's probably going to be disgusting to everybody Listen, else. Listen, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm all for it. Even though I would never do it, I'm all motherfucking for it. And you know why? You know why? God, because, no, no, let me tell you why. Women have done nothing over the years except make men's shortcomings the new, the new fucking fresh thing to be. We took dudes receding hairlines and made being bald the hottest guy you could be. Uh, bald was beautiful ever since Kojak. No, no, so no, you, no, you no, get no, out of no. here with that. No, no, no. First of all, the 70s was the year of the hair. Kojak, 
let's just clear something up immediately. Yul Brenner. Let's just no, clear something up. No, we're not going to have an open discussion. We if are. This is going to be a No, no, I'm going to let you get to your point because you're making a great point. It sounds you. hilarious. But I like my hair. Bold, bold is okay, but having hair is better. No, no, no. So, let me tell you why. Look at all the most famous icons right now. You got The Rock, Vin Diesel. Okay, the only one that doesn't fit that narrative is Jason Momoa. But hold on, let me Leonardo DiCaprio. Chris Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. <laughs> listen. All, all the Chris's. Listen, in the 90s, in the 90s, George, George from Seinfeld would never be considered hot. He's still not hot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Can I make my fucking point, idiots? Yeah, bro, okay. go. Women took anything that men felt bad about and they turned it into a positive. Like making, oh, guys could shave their head. Oh, you made it sexy. Dad bods, we made it sexy. All the fuck you motherfuckers did was make impossible shit sexy for us. Make your waist 12 inches. Who the fuck could do that? Who could do that? Make your breasts oh, yeah, triple Z. That's not natural. Make asses so you could rest the entire family's Thanksgiving dinner on them. All things... <laughs> All things we can attain. Nope. Good. Nope. Them fat no. bitches that no, are wearing, I disagree. Them Lizzo no. looking motherfuckers, they're going to make it so you motherfuckers find that sexy. Yo, Lizzo's I'm disgusting. Listen, just because women oh. find dad bodies. I can throw up right now. Sexy, on Lizzo. It's not our fault that most women have low self esteem. She ain't no Helen Berry. Well, well, women have low self esteem from other women, dude. So let's exactly. get that. Let's get that. Oh, clear. yeah. Exactly. Women are women's worst enemy. Yes. Preach. Because at first, because it, 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 it's always a woman that says, oh, what the fuck is she wearing? Exactly. She not be wearing no, that. No. Let me tell you something. That. Nine months ago, nine months ago, my girl had no problem fitting into anything she wanted to fit into. Now, Pregnant. anything that's smaller than her, quarter of <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. Come on, bro. No, it's because you know why? I, it's because when you're sitting on the sidelines, when no, you're sitting on the sidelines, everybody wants to be a Monday morning. Everybody wants to be a Monday morning quarterback. When you're sitting on the sidelines, bro, you're dying to get in the game. You know, you're just dying. You're like, yo, that quarterback can't throw. That running back slow. Everybody <laughs> sucks. You know what I'm saying? But there's a reason why you're not in the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why you're not in the game. <laughs> And I want my wife to be brutally honest with me when it comes to my weight. I want her to be brutally honest. I want her to compliment me when I'm looking better. And I want her to fucking straight hunch over my face and shit on it when I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way that I respond. I don't respond to fucking, you look great. Yeah, I'm 230 pounds, dude. Like, I'm one Big Mac away from diabetic, diabetic. Like, you know, we need honesty in this country. Not fake news. Listen, I think, you, I'm sorry, but you guys are not being open-minded. When you guys discuss women's liberation, feminism, I go in on women, all right? Wherever they're wrong. You got to give it to me. Girls make it so much easier for guys to be found hot. You guys set impossible standards. For no, us. that's not true. Not every man can pull off clean bald heads like Donnie and Tommy. Sorry. If I wanted a no. bald head, 
Listen. Let's just say, God forbid, I go bald, right? Um, I wouldn't have a head like Tommy and Donna. The the mere fact, I'm just saying that Georgie is saying, God forbid, he goes bald, just tells you that it's unfavorable to be bald. True. You know what I'm saying? Because Whatever. I've said I've said it too. I asked Aileen today, and I'll ask you guys this question. This is a good question to ask you guys. I asked Aileen today in the car. I said, if you could look like any famous person, you know, who would it be? And my answer originally was Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, none of the people that I chose were bold. Okay? And maybe that's because I like I, – personally, I don't want to look like The Rock. He's fucking – he's just ginormous, dude. Like I don't find – you know what I'm saying? He's a goon. Yeah. And then my wife said, you know – and then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? To me, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, the uh, Captain America. He – his body's ripped. Let's get it straight. The, the Rock looks amazing. No, no. He looks you know great. I mean? No, no. But, but you he, guys he, are taking it – He's not a bad-looking dude by any means. He's just fucking – He's a mo- – he's, he's a house. A, he's a, yeah, he's huge. But Chris Evans – I was like telling her, I was like, yeah, but Chris Evans, man, I was like, he's like six foot, which is like a great height, you know, not too tall, not too short. It's like he's six foot. He's funny. I was like, he's got a great head of hair. As soon as I said great head of hair, I was like, uh, there's another thing, man. You know, I was like, there we go. If you can choose, you would say I would rather have hair. 99.9% of people would rather have a full head of hair than be bald. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just that's the that's the fact. Now, that's not saying that you can't look good bald, especially if you shave it. Because when you hold on to this fucking, like, muffin, side muffin top over here, bro, it ages you, like, 20 years. Listen, we're not talking about which Hollywood stars you would want to look like. At one point in time, that was very unattainable for most of the population. I feel like I could have been a Hollywood star. Yeah, yeah, we know that, George, but... Uh, we know that because every time you hop on, you act like you're being interviewed for fucking Hollywood Access Live. Um, <laughs> but um, I didn't even do. I jumped out of the shower. Yeah, we know, dude. In the general, in the general population of regular dating and the regular meeting of people, girls have made it a lot. Girls have taken things that men are insecure about and made them hot. And men no. don't do the same thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why. You know what you know what girls run with? Celebrity shaming. And this is what I mean. If you see for instance Tommy, Tommy's a dad, right? If you see Tommy with a dad body, you don't go heart struck, heart struck, hashtag oof. Right? But when you see Mark Wahlberg with with a dad body, you go hashtag oof oof oof. You know, love shrug, love shrug, drooling. It's all about fucking that love that you have for like these actors, what they used to look like. Maybe if you stop following people in middle school, because I never responded with, I don't even understand half the things you said in that sentence. What do you mean, dude? He said that women don't respond to regular people's dad bods, but women will go and see a movie that has um, Mark Warburg in it. Chris, yeah, because his fucking body's so <laughs> phenomenal. 
You know, I've never once went to see him. This and this tells you the talent of women and men and, and everything, bro, because I've literally never went to see a movie because of a certain female actress actress was starring in it. You, you just made my point. Did you say, which guy did you guys say had a dad bod? No, he's saying, he's saying Mark Wahlberg's dad bod. He's, look, he's in phenomenal shape. You know what I'm saying? So women do glorify that all the time. They, I see it all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, Chris Evans! I would fucking what I would do to him. I just want Chris Evans to put me on my stomach. Like they say all kinds of shit like that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's constant, nonstop. You know. And how yeah. do you think guys feel when girls say things like that? Like I, I can't attain that motherfucker's facial bone structure. You know what I'm you saying? Like I, we're having two different conversations. We're just not understanding. No, each other. I I agree with you. I agree with you, but you have to also understand something historically. Women needed Glorify men. It. Women needed men for their resources. Okay, so when you found a guy that provided some resources, you go, you start like weighing, like oh, he's not that good looking, but he has a good job, but he's funny, but he's the, you know what I'm saying? And then you you glorify men's positive attributes. You know what I'm saying? And I do that. I, I do that, you know, with, with Aileen and everything like that, too. Like, I'll, I glorify the positive things. You know what I mean? But that's – I think that has to do with a certain type of person. Now, the scripts are getting flipped completely now. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just think that it's impossible for me to fucking, you know I, – I, I, I can't sit there and eat like a fucking saint, dude. You know what I'm saying? I just can't. I'm a normal human being, bro. I go. I lift fucking heavy weights. I work out. I go to work, I take care of my kids, and I eat Big Macs, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know what to do. I worked out, bro. I worked out, I swear on my life. Right before coronavirus, I was working out for like two, two and a half hours a day, burning almost 2,000 calories, like 1,500 calories a workout. I was doing intense shit, dude. I was doing shit like fucking balancing on a balancing ball, lifting weights, you know what I'm saying? Like crazy shit, you know? I've seen that. And I, my body was still like 90%. I still needed 90, like 90 more percent to get to where I want to get to. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck Chris Evans and his team of trainers around him. You know? It's all about his diet. It, it is the diet, but it's really easy to diet when your job is to be in shape. You know what I mean? When your job is to look good. When Marvel's paying you $10 million, you know, to stay in shape and gives you a personal trainer, a nutritionist, fucking your all that. Fucking, your own fucking gym. Yeah. Steroids. State of the art. Yeah, all the, the best steroids too. Not even regular people's steroids. Like, like they get shit. Hollywood steroids, you know? HGH, DECA, Winstrol, everything. Fuck yeah. You know? Like... I go to the doctor. He's like, you're overweight. He's like, you're supposed to be 160. I'm like, what, dude, in 1960? Like, what do you mean 160? 160? If I lost all my body mass, I still wouldn't be 160, bro. Like, what do you mean 160, dude? Dude, like, I'm fucking... Did I'm, you say I'm you're supposed to be 160 pounds? Bro, at my height, 5'9", you're supposed to be 160. No That's the way, weight, dude. That's the dude, weight, dude. That I'm doesn't even eight. sound healthy. 
when I when I went down to 180, I looked like a fucking corpse. Yeah, dude. You know why? Because your upper body is more wide than normal people your height's upper body. So yeah. how are you gonna get to one? You know, my legs alone, alone account for like 160 pounds of my body. Exactly. Once you start, once you start eating, if you start eating right though, 180 pounds can look crazy. Yeah, huge. You look big at 180. Yeah, you can look huge at 180. If like, 10%. I'm at, right now, I think I'm at like 175 pounds right now, 180 pounds. But I'm nowhere near where I should be. If I was working out and everything, I could be huge at 180. No, but I'm not yeah, eating but, what I should be eating. I'm not working out. What, what I'm saying out. is, George, your genetics play a lot into it. Like your genetics, you stay thinner. And yes, there's probably self-control involved in that and the way you, you know, you diet and you try to make healthy choices. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I was making My very healthy. Changed. I was making very healthy choices while I was working out. And were you eating I, Big Macs? No, I was eating. I was eating every day. Like I would make like grilled chicken, you know, uh, salad. Bring I, for two weeks straight. All I ate was salad all day for like two weeks straight. And then on the weekends, I would eat like, you know, whatever I wanted, you know, you see, but that, that doesn't help you. You can't, Obviously it doesn't. you can't diet for five days and then binge for two. No, that's the problem because on those you two days, can, I, do, I was probably no, it doesn't can, work. Thousand calories. You can. I've lost fifty pounds two times in my life. Uh, you can if on the two days that you're gonna binge, you do it in an intermittent fasting way. That's the only way you could you could do that. So if yeah, you eat healthy you got, for you five days, you gotta think about what what your binging is compared to what Tommy's binging is. He might eat three times as more, much as you do. Absolutely. No. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you one trip to McDonald's for me. Okay. We're gonna start with a number nine, which is a two cheeseburger meal with a large fries and a diet coke, right? Then we're gonna get a ten-piece chicken nuggets, and then we're gonna get a chicken sandwich, large with fries and a water. And we're going to have two sweet and sours and two barbecue sauces for each. So think so about if that. You, so if you... That's probably 5,000 calories in one meal. Easy. If you were to do OMAD for those two days, like if you were to do a... Uh, eight, no, is it 18-4? No, a 24 fast, 20 hours fasting, 4 hours eating. And you were to have that all in your four-hour eating window on those two days, that's the only way you could get away with it. Yeah, but Lynn, I agree. Lynn, like I said, he's eating three times as much as you are. So his his meal at McDonald's, that's only one meal. He's having three to four meals minimum a day. No, no, they're not all like that, though. Like no, but you, but you're having three to four meals. No, 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 no. I I don't I don't I when I wake up from the moment I wake up and like let's say eight seven eight in the morning, I don't eat until twelve one o'clock. I eat once so, then, and then I eat, eat once probably at six. On the weekends, what? yeah, or the weekdays, yeah. Well, I'll on, have that on the on the weekends. On I'll have that big ass. Like McDonald's meal, let's say at four o'clock, and then I won't have anything for the rest of the day. Oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I try to be. When oh. I did, when I lost the 15 pounds on on fasting, I had my cheat day, but.
put on the cheat day, I only allowed myself whatever that cheat meal was and I fasted the rest of the day and my weight didn't go up the next day. It was the only time ever in dieting that my weight did not go up the next day. Because sometimes even if you drink water a lot the day before, when you weigh yourself, it'll go up a pound. Yeah, I, I, I've been doing intermittent fasting for probably three weeks now. Probably, yeah, probably three weeks now. And I haven't, I haven't lost one pound. Because intermittent fasting only works if you do it. It's called OMAD. Intermittent fasting, in order for you to see a huge, a, like a weight loss, you have to do an 18-6 fast, but only one meal. Yeah, part of me thinks that I would solve all my problems if I just ate nothing for one week straight. No. Just, I just want to try it, the starvation diet. <laughs> no, you fuck yourself you, up like if that. If you juice... If you juice for a week, you could do that. Yeah. I couldn't. I, when I was working out, I couldn't do six hours eating in that window. I just couldn't because I was lifting heavy weights and I needed the fucking, I needed energy. And I, I was. You don't have to. That's what I'm saying. The, the five days that you're working out, if you stick to your eating healthy plan the way you were with your grilled chicken. But the day that you do want to go ham, that you want to have that Big Mac meal has to be a day that you're not working out and it has to be a day where your eating window is only four to six hours and it's one big meal. Yeah, I'm down. That that sounds good. I'm down for that. And it's hard too because you know what's hard, man? It's because it's like trying to quit heroin when you're in a house of heroin addicts. Tom, can I ask you a question? When you go to the gym, do you go on a treadmill? Everything, cuz. All right. So I'm going to tell I you fucking, one thing. I fucking swim. Some days I wake up, I'm like, yo, you know what, bro? Let's do yoga. You know, like I do everything, bro. No, but do, when you go there, do you run on a constant basis? Like, yeah, like sure right, right before I was, right before quarantine and all this shit, I was running a mile when I got there and then working out for an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. So a, a boxing trainer taught me this. When you're on a treadmill you're not, you're actually not running you're hopping in place is what you're actually actually doing okay okay cuz when you're when you're going outside you're actually pushing yourself to run a mile yeah. you understand okay as far as that you're not pushing yourself you're actually just running in place and trying to keep up momentum that makes sense it's the same okay. thing when you ride a bike inside of the gym. It's completely different when you ride a real bike. Absolutely. Yeah, completely but it makes different. sense. What about when you? What about what about if you swim still in the calories pool? being burned though? Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. But calories are being burned, but they're not the same amount of calories that you will burn. Uh, uh, bro, these are boxing trainers. These are guys that have done this for decades. No, but I have to I mean? say, I have to say, I, totally I believe agree. calories burned goes by heart rate. So. If if you're an elite athlete and you can run 10 miles, right, and your heart stays at 130 the entire time, and I had this argument with a guy at work, you know, I was like, yo, you know how much harder, he's like, yeah, I ran four miles today. I'm like, yeah, dude, you ran for, you, you're a fucking athlete in high school. You never smoke cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, for me to run a mile, you know how hard it is? Like, 
And I'm like, yo, I burn way more calories than you because when I run one mile, my heart's at 140, 150. When you run one mile, your heart's at 130, 120. So I'm burning more calories than you are. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to work harder for it, you're saying? Yeah, because my heart is working harder to keep up yeah. with the demand that my body needs. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm probably 20 or 30 pounds heavier than you and your body. That's why You can just probably go longer weight. than you can. Yeah. So that's why fat people lose weight faster in the beginning. You know I what I'm saying? Know. Yep. I, did, um, I did an experiment where the first time I lost 50 pounds, I lost it all with cardio. And the second time I lost 50 pounds, I lost it all with straight weightlifting. And my body was, I lost it way faster. I lost it faster with the cardio, but my body at the end of it looked, it completely redefined my body. Yeah, Whereas the cardio, it basically just, you just lose the fat. A deflated version of yourself. Yeah, you just lose the fat. Yeah. And the first time, okay, so when I was 20 years old, I lost 65 pounds in six months. Um, I, I gave up everything, juice. I didn't even drink juice, like no soda, no juice, nothing, no, just water, salads, like rye bread, like, you know, rye bread with turkey and, and provolone or Swiss, no American, no, like real strict salad, you know what I mean? No fried foods, nothing. And when I started... I was 236 pounds. Wow. And in six months, I was down to 164. Wow. And in the beginning, it took me 20 minutes to do one mile. 20 minutes to do one mile. By the end, I was doing seven, seven thirty, like seven minute, 30 second miles. You know what I'm saying? And I was doing like 50 pull-ups. Like I was able to do like 50 pull-ups because I was 160. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's fucking big difference, 160 between 230, dude, you know? Exactly. And I got to be honest. <clears throat> I was working out with weights, but I was doing lightweight, high repetition. And I felt better then than I do now. And I stopped after six months, and I've been working out for 18 months straight. You know what I'm saying? I feel stronger now. Like, I feel like I can fucking, if I need to, I can fucking tear a fucking, you know, someone's head off their shoulders. You know what I'm saying? But because of my eating habits, I feel like I feel like shit now compared to compared to them because I I completely changed the way I, I ate then. You know See, what I mean? That's, that's that. strange. Sorry, Georgie. No, no, you can go. I said you gotta change that. That's all. That's strange because bo both times when I dieted, I didn't have a craving for bad food. So the fact that you still had to fight those cravings while you were working out is kind of like weird to me. Did you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, I've always smoked. Yeah, I, I stopped smoking cigarettes, but I'm still addicted to, you know, cigarettes. Like, it's still a struggle for me. You know what I'm saying? So I've been wondering what happened, but I looked at pictures right before Ava was born, my, my, my oldest daughter. I was 196 pounds. Before Ava was born, no working out, no nothing, just working in the pizzeria, you know. And after Ava was born, in about one year, I gained fifty, like forty pounds. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I and and I I'm looking back, searching, trying to figure out what it was, 
there's only two conclusions that I can come to. And it might be a combination of both. One, after Ava was born, I stopped smoking cigarettes like six months later. And two, after Ava was born, I turned 30 years old. Like six months after Ava was born, I turned 30 years old. So maybe my metabolism really like, you know, went like went down significantly or whatever. I don't know. I heard about that metabolism thing too. But when I lost weight the second time, I was 36 and I had no problem dropping it. Really? But so again, maybe I smoked. I smoke too, and you don't. Smoke. But the thing is, it's not like you quit cold turkey. Like you're still sucking on that. Yeah, but there, yeah, but there's there's so many chemicals in cigarettes that keep you skinny, and they and they they um, stop your craving for food. A lot of it, you know what I'm saying? Like this, the vape, it doesn't stop my craving for food. Like right now, I'm vaping. If if I could, I would smoke ten cigarettes while I'm vaping, because I'm still addicted to cigarettes. You know what I mean? Um, How long has it been that you haven't smoked cigarettes? Three years. It's You're been, still yeah. getting over it real now. No, I'm good. Like, I don't... I know, but you you really start getting over it now. Yeah, like, I, I don't... Like, I'll have a craving here and there. So once in a while, I'll smell a cigarette, and I'll be like, oh, that smells so good. You know what I mean? Like, but... You know what? Never. I'm starting to think... I mean, I don't know, but... I feel like <coughs> our cell phones might have something to do with the it's our eating habits but i don't know if all the lights something reprograms your brain i don't know i don't know i'm trying to link it but i can't i feel like our cell phones have something to do with the weight gain i can't i can't tell man i just can't tell like how did i gain 50 pounds in one year now i also switched jobs and I started working nights from 5 to 12. And before that, I was working days. You know what I'm saying? Well, I was working 12 hours a day. But I was working like I would wake up at 8 in the morning, 8.30 in the morning, have a coffee, go to work, you know? And I was in the pizzeria. So in the beginning, you eat mad pizza. You know what I'm saying? But later on, I was eating salads. I was eating like, you know, because like, I can make the food. So I was eating more healthy food. And I was hovering around 190. I couldn't go lower than 190. I just couldn't get lower than 190, you know. But at 190, I didn't look bad. I looked okay, you know. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't know if it was from the work, from work, like working nights. Because they say working nights, actually, like, you gain weight when you work nights. Working nights, quitting smoking, having a kid, not sleeping as much maybe. I don't know. But, dude, in one year to gain 40 pounds, bro, one year. That's crazy. It's, That's it's a lot crazy. of weight. No, for that is... I gained 40 pounds in one year, too. I went up to 227. Really? No, but he went from, like... Yeah. Wait, you weren't working out at that time, were you, Tom? No, 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 no. And then I did jujitsu. You want to hear something crazy? I did jujitsu for nine months. When I started jujitsu, I was, like, 216. Uh-huh. In nine months of doing jujitsu, no dieting, no nothing. Nine months of doing jujitsu, I was down to 190, 194. Wow. To the point, to the to the to the point where, one of the instructors, from behind, like I was working with somebody, and and he called me someone else. He goes, Pino. He called me Pino, and I turn around. And he's like, he's like, Tom, is that you? He goes, Holy shit, dude, you lost mad weight. You know, just from doing like that's wow. why, that's why I'm fucking dying to go back to jujitsu, man. I'm fucking dying to go back to jujitsu, bro. It's such, I yo, bro, it's so. Dude, it's a crazy workout, good. man. But it's just so good for you, bro. It, it, when you leave the the fucking 
the the um the gym when you leave the gym bro it's like your mind is clear bro like you're thinking about the chess moves that you made during like you're like all right that was a good move that i did but i fucked this up there i gave him my arm i shouldn't have given him my arm you know what i'm saying like like you think you're just thinking about those things and then if i would have did that like if i would have did that now right jujitsu like let's say three days a week and strength training two days a week like with a little bit of cardio mixed in i guarantee you even with the diet that i'm on now i guarantee you i would have seen like significant results oh big time Listen, to be honest, can we switch the conversation? Because uh, I've never been more depressed about weight than this quarantine in my life. And I just really, it's all I think about, yeah, talks so about. How much did you guys gain since the quarantine started? <laughs> Me, I, I lost two pounds. Really? I haven't gained weight. No? I gained, I, I want to say like 10. Yeah, I gained 10 about 10. I want to say, Ted, maybe now I'm still hovering around. I might have lost like a few pounds, but it's still hovering. Around. I drink a lot of water, too, dude. So it's like, like, you see this, bro? I smash one of these like right now. This is like 64 ounces. Like I'll smash this right now and fill it up again. Like I drink a lot of water, dude, you know? Dude, to tell you the fucking truth, man, I have no idea how to lose weight. I don't know either, Donnie. That's why I'm having this conversation. I don't understand. I told you, guys, like, go on that GM diet, bro. In seven days, you'll you lose know, 10 because, to 15 pounds. Like, when I when I was like in the gym, like I, I always like my whole life I was always heavy, you know. Then for a couple of years I started working midnights and I lost a lot of weight. Like I was down to like one fifty. Not trying, it's just sleeping all day, going to work, eating once a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just lost, and from that when I started like in the gym, I I built up. I have no idea like how to build down. I don't know either. You know? I don't know either. I know that my shoulders have gotten massive. Yeah, they you know, have. since I started. I know that my arms got like way bigger. You know? Yeah. You know? Like those are fucking monsters, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that gut is still there, bro. You know, it's just there, dude. It just doesn't want to leave. You know? I don't know what it feels like. I feel like I'm in jail. I feel like when I wake up, this is just jail, bro. You know? And I want to be free. Yeah, I want to be Yo, fucking. I, wanna... I swear, you and Donnie, you and Donnie, should wake up tomorrow and go on that GM diet for one week, from from tomorrow morning to the next podcast. I guarantee you guys, you guys will lose anywhere from ten to fifteen pounds in one week. Send it to me. Send it to me after this podcast, and I'll do it for the purposes of the podcast as well as my own health. I guarantee. Yeah, I'm down. It's, it's vegetables all in one day. Okay, but the break it down. Just send me the link. I will. <laughs> it, it's very simple. It's it's like vegetables all one day. It's fruit all one day. It's like vegetables and fruit, some shit the next day. Then you can have like beef and and vegetables and some shit. Then you can have like rice one day. Back to fruit, back to vegetables. I guarantee you. Before you know it, Paulie, lost, my boy Paulie, lost over 150 pounds on it. But in one week? No, no, no. No, that He lost oh, 150 but, pounds. No, but he just kept cycling like that. Kept that on one doing week. the cycle? Just kept doing it week by week by week. When day seven, seven was fight. over, he would just go back on day one. 
I'm going to weigh so myself he, tomorrow morning. What he morning. was doing was, like Tommy said, when he, when he got up, he tried doing a mile. It took him over 20 minutes, and he could barely do one mile. I okay? know. I, I know it's a struggle, yeah. By the end of it, he was doing eight-minute miles, okay? He got down to 220 pounds. He was 365 pounds. Wow. Okay? He got down to 220 pounds, okay? Or 218, something like that. And when he, his workout was running every morning. Then he would go box for an hour, and then he would go to the gym for an hour. Does he work? Because that sounds like it. It took three hours a day. That's a big commitment. I mean, I I do two, but yeah. Three. So think about it. You do three hours a day, right? Two yeah, and a half hours. That. George, so he would do four. It would take him forty minutes to run, forty-five minutes to run, right? <clears throat> he would he would drive five minutes to the boxing gym, go box for an hour. You know what I mean, and then and then go to the gym for an hour. Is that part of the GM thing, or it... that no? He, oh, he, he just that did was that his on workout. his own. Oh, that, that was, was his workout. workout. Oh, okay, but Yo, the GM at, thing is a diet thing, right? At, yeah. At one point, right, we went to go run. So this thing is doing like five miles. I I wasn't doing five miles. I did like a mile and a half, I think. So at the end of it, right, what he would do was he would, he would, uh, he would run the, the, the straightaway and jog around the, the, the bend. Okay. You, you understand? I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Once, once he started like really, really doing well and he, like when I went to run with him, at one point when he went to like stretch out for his like for his uh, sh his stride, stride yeah. um, you could see an eight pack in him. His skin wasn't tight enough, you know what I mean. But when you seen his like his you like his stud, like go down like his skin, bro, straight ripped. When I mean ripped. Because he was eating right, he was shocking his body in all three workouts every single day. In six months, I'm talking six months, he was an animal. Animal. Yeah, I'm gonna try that, dude. I'm gonna try that now that you said that. I'm gonna try that. Let's try it out. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't think that. I think the next time we could go to the gym is like 2026, 20, but. <laughs> At least for at least for for that diet, I'll try the diet. You know. Yeah, just think about it. You could still, because <clears throat> Tom, you got good size to you right now, right? That's or the one thing I gotta say. I'm blessed with that. At least it's been three months since I worked out, and I have not lost any like muscle mass size. Muscle mass. Yeah, at all. So what you do now is that you jump on this diet, you go do some running. You don't got to do five miles. You do your mile, two miles. If you could do two miles, you know, don't kill yourself because you want to do it tomorrow. You, you, you know what I mean? You don't want to go run three miles and like, dude, I took it up today. There's that you know? Nike running app. If you're I know. Past the, it's, it's a good one. Yeah, no, it's uh, 
I want to try the fucking. What, do they have a diet for debilitating anxiety and panic attacks? <laughs> no, but once you they, start, Tommy, they say if you're about to have a panic attack, I'm sorry, Lynn, or, or anxiety is building up. They say to grab a lemon and grab and just bite into it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm past I'm past those kind of. You see, my my mind is so smart; it's figured out my own loopholes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because what you mean. it's so smart that in the beginning of this pandemic, right? Well, it turns out I probably had the virus, but in the beginning of this pandemic, I was having panic attacks to where I almost passed out. Um. Uh, and I was like, I had the virus. I have the virus. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm going into Manhattan every day. I'm like, I'm going into Manhattan. This is Ground Zero. I'm gonna get the virus. I'm gonna get the virus. I got it. I got. It. I'm dying. And I almost pass out. Right. <laughs> then what happened is, I didn't die. And then after three weeks, four weeks, I'm like, okay, that's not it. Then I'm like, okay, hold on. No, no, no. It's not the virus. It's not the virus. My heart. My heart. I have, I have a heart problem. I'm going to have a heart attack. And then I start again these little headaches, little tiny headaches. Not ones that you would say, oh, I have to go to the doctor, but enough to be like, well, this is out of the ordinary. So I would get the headaches and I would be like, that's what it is. It's not the coronavirus. I'm going to have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> it's like those headaches with the one you have like in this area right above the yeah, ear. Just, just a little bit you're enough like, to say like, you're dying. You're dying. You're dying. That thing, that thing dying. is about to pop. Yeah, no, and that's how smart my, my mind is, that it knows it knows what I can't prove unless I go to the doctor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it knows that it can play that trick on me. So, we're, like, dude, I'll be sitting there in the middle of the day. You'll be talking to me, and I'll be like, my heart's at 87 beats per minute right now. It's not supposed to be there. It's supposed to be at 74. <laughs> Something's wrong. And I'll be like, wait, I had a, I had a corona before. That, that elevates your heart probably like 10 beats per minute. Okay, and I'll be like this. Hold on. In the middle of con this is all going on in my brain while you're talking to me, having a normal conversation. And I'm like, <laughs> you're telling me, you're like, yeah. So Saturday I went out, and I'm like, all right. So if I hold my breath for five seconds, it might lower my heart rate. So I'm like this. Why you talking? Why are you talking to me? I'm like, and I won't breathe for five seconds. And then, I and then I'll notice that my heart went down. I'm like, okay, it's anxiety. It's anxiety. It's anxiety. Don't worry about it. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right. And I'll be like, all right, let's drink some water. You probably, I don't want you to get dehydrated because you're dehydrated. Your heart rate's gonna go up. And this is all going on while I'm having a conversation with somebody, dude, in my brain. Wow. I'm trying to focus on what they're telling me. And I'm like, at the same time, I'm focusing. I'm always catching like 70% of what they're saying. But the other 30%, I'm analyzing my 68 ailments <laughs> that I have in my brain. Dude. You know? It's, it's, a, it's a lot to deal with, guys. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you that much. It's a lot to <clears throat> fucking deal with, bro. I, I'll go out. To, it's to the point where the other day, uh, two weeks ago, I worked out. I did a kettlebell workout, right? I didn't do much. I didn't do much. I did like three, four exercises, four sets each, right? Let me tell you something right now. I had a 35-pound kettlebell. I did uh, lunges. Just seven reps. I could barely stand after, <laughs> right? Listen to this. All night, all night, that night, my heart rate was at 92. Oh, my God. All night. So all night I'm looking at my Apple Watch, 92. I'm like, I'm like I have a heart condition, and it's, it's my body's telling me that because I'm working out, my body's telling me that my heart is not able to pump fast enough, 
and something's wrong with my heart, so now I'm going to die soon. <laughs> That's what happens. And then I fall asleep. I wake up. My heart rate's perfect. It's at 70. And I'm like, that was anxiety. But was it? I'm like, but was it? I go to the doctor. Doctor's like, bro, he's like, we can't even do tests on you. He's like, coronavirus. We can't even do tests. Oh, my And then God. the lady at the doctor's office, the nurse, tells me, you're not having a heart attack. Heart attack feels like an elephant sitting on your chest, right? Tells me that. So for three weeks now, I'm you're waiting for an elephant to sit on my chest. <laughs> Every day. I'm like, I'll be in bed, and I'll be like this. I'll be laying down. I'll be like, I'll be like oh, yeah, here it comes. I'll be like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. It's coming. And then it doesn't happen. And I'm like, okay, but wait, wait. I'm like, oh, breathe, 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 breathe. I'm like, okay, like right. I'm like, the elephant's coming, the elephant's coming, the elephant's coming, the elephant's coming. And then it's like, oh, I woke up, I'm alive. You know, like that's every night going to sleep because, for me. Because, Tom, you, I've been your sister. All my life? For, for a very long time. <laughs> for a very long time. I've been to a lot of emergency rooms for you. You're looking to solve an issue that you don't have. Paper, that With means school driver. Okay. George, mute yourself. Okay. You, those issues are psychosomatic. Uh, yes, we've established this, that it, it is in my brain. But you, because you're looking at your heart rate instead of asking yourself, what is leading you mentally to fear these things? No, no. The thing is, yes, and you're absolutely right. But the thing is, I rationalize it because it, everybody in my family had COVID. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in my family, I had it. My, my wife had it. Everybody had it. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's opening up. My kids aren't going to school. I'm not going to the gym. Work is weird. Like, okay. work is weird. Put my, all that aside because the entire country is facing that. No, no, no. But I'm specifically facing it because I'm at ground zero. I'm in, I'm in 9-11 New York City right now. Okay. So, but what, this, I'm saying, this, what you're facing isn't just happening during COVID. I've been to every emergency room in the tri-state area with you before COVID was even. No, 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 no. Let's, let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. Let's dial back the exaggeration just a tad. No, because, it's funny. No, no. Let's just dial it back. No, no. Because it's funny until people actually think that I go to the emergency room all the time. I've been to the emergency room probably three times in the past 10 years. <laughs> like, don't make it seem like I've had... I've had panic attacks that led to the emergency room twice in 10 years. So I guess that's a lot compared to people that go zero. It's a 200% increase from those <laughs> people. You know what I mean? But I am a hypochondriac. I know that. Okay. Cuts, things like that. You could chop my arm off and I'll be like, oh, that's all right. What, where my disorder lies is in things I can't see. If you cut my arm off, I'm like, nigga, burn that shit cauterize the wound you know what i'm saying like and we'll, we'll be all right we'll make it if if i'm like oh i feel like the cancer is just inside my body right now like, <laughs> like i'll look at everything the doctor tells me the doctor told me he goes he goes yeah your testosterone is low i go still to this day i go why why he goes yeah we're gonna put you on this pill it's gonna tell your body to naturally produce its own test okay i get that 
But why is my testosterone low? Can you tell me? Are we going to look into this? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to? Are, are we just going to treat the symptoms? Or are we going to look for the disease? Do I have cancer and it's causing my testosterone to go lower? You know what I'm saying? Do I have hyperthyroidism? Tell me what's wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's so, wrong, dude? With, with you and the purple lights, you're you're giving me exactly <laughs> right now the way you're talking. I'm just in the middle of a sentence. Like, <laughs> I swear, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm like, Dumbo, come, Dumbo, it's coming. I'm like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. Then I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then sometimes I'll get in, I'll be like, fuck you, take me, motherfucker. Like, I'll be like, you know, I'll be so fucking angry. Yo, Tom, can I ask you a question? That pain you feel, right? Is it like a sharp pain? Uh, in the chest? Yeah. No, I, I don't get pains in the chest. Okay. So what's crazy is I was driving one day, and I swear to God, I thought I was having a heart attack. Okay? And you know me. My dad died at 42 from a fucking heart attack. I'm thinking the worst. I swear to God. So I'm driving, and I feel like a, <laughs> like a, it felt like somebody just came in. Punch me right in my fucking heart, dude. That's exactly what it felt like. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck was that? It got me nervous. Like, Damn. And then it got me like five or six more times within like eight seconds of each other. So oh, I'm like, shit. I'm like, I'm like, bro, there's something wrong. I, I rushed myself to Einstein. I'm like, yo, dude, I think I'm having a heart attack. She's like, you're not having a heart attack. I go, what do you mean? She goes, you know if you're having a heart attack. I go, why the fuck do you think I'm here? I think I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> and then... Uh, she goes, sweetie, she goes to look to your left. That's Bob. He's having a heart He's like this. <laughs> and Bob is having a massive coronary. <laughs> I started getting, the, you know, these pains. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was like 25, 26. And I get these pains six months later. I'm at work. Some black girl was like, yo, that's gas. I said, what? She's like, it's gas. She's like, you can have gas come up to, through your arm. Gas everywhere shoot down shoot across your back i'm like what she's like my dad had the worst gas he had to change his whole diet i changed my entire diet dude. i stopped drinking orange juice it was killing me if i drink orange juice the only way i could drink it is if i fill the, the glass all the way to the tip top with ice and then you know Pour it. I, I get like a third of a, a regular cup. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Fill it watered down. Yeah, very watered down. Um, I stopped eating as much cheese as I do. Like if I order a pizza or something, I get light cheese all the time. Light cheese and light uh, sauce. Red sauce kills you. You don't even realize it. It just fucking destroys you, red sauce. That's all acid. Or, yo, it destroys you, red sauce. 
Everything I eat is white sauce. Everything I eat is white sauce now. I barely eat any red sauce. Well, some things that you described is so that that sounds like classic type A anxiety disorder sometimes. No. So but what, what I'm telling you is so physical, think about it. Physical manifestations. See, my diet I know is causing me to have a lot of problems in my life for sure, because my weight, you know what I'm saying? But if you tell me there's there's three pricks in your arm before a heart attack, for the next three weeks, I will feel three pricks in my arm that feel exactly like what you described. You know what I'm saying? I'll get I'll get random I'll get random nerve pain just in my left arm. You know? It's to the point where I thought the heart attack was the right arm and I was getting pains in my right arm, right? And she was like, no, you'll feel it. It feels like an elephant, and then you'll get uh, radiating <laughs> pain down your left arm. And I was like, oh, shit, bro. I was like, I'm having a stroke. It's in my right arm. Stroke's in the right arm, dude. I'm like, I'm having a stroke. It's not a heart attack, you know? And I'm like, how do I get a test for this? Like, I just want to get tested, bro. Like, the, my disease that I have right now, I need to go in. They have to run a battery of tests. And they have, and then the worst part is I go to the doctor. And I'm like, let me go get a physical, right? So I'm like, at least if I get a physical, my baseline shit, all the shit, if it comes back good, I'll be like, all right, you're good. I go get the physical. I get the test back. It's like high cholesterol, high sugar, high. I'm like, oh my, they're like, yo, LT <laughs> chemical is high. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? I look it up online. They're like, people get that from sclerosis of the liver. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my body right now? What's going on with my body, man? You know, why is this happening to me? You know, I I don't look too hard into that shit, dude. If we're Listen, gonna go, we're gonna go. You're talking that's about a, that's a great you're talking about your physical manifestations, and I'm trying to tell you that it runs in our family to have extreme anxiety and paranoia when we have a lot of pressure on us. As far then, it might be pressure we put on ourselves as far as thinking that there's a lot of people depending on us. And there's a lot of people we have to make happy and everything will go to hell if something happens to us personally. And when that pressure is on us, that's when everything starts to go nuts. For you, it's hypochondria. For me, it's end of the world fears. And it's just the way our family manifests. So what that tells me is psychologically, what that tells me is psychologically, you have a lot of pressure. You feel like you, everything's on you. You might be putting it on yourself. I'm not saying that's coming from mommy or daddy or kids or wife. But I you think feel all like, pressure is self. You know what I'm saying? You like, feel like everything relies on you to take care of the kids, mommy. What if something happens to me? Daddy this, daddy that. When you and I and Frankie get like that, it manifests in our anxiety and paranoia. For you, it's hypochondria. For me, it's end of the world. That's what you need to focus on. And the minute you start figuring out how to solve that, the hypochondria and panic attacks are going to go away. Yeah, this oh, shit, I, no, this, this shit hit me hard before this. Like, you guys, we used to talk all the time. When I was going to the gym, when you guys talked to me on FaceTime, I was always, like, upbeat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, positive. Like, everything's going to be all right, you know? And I felt great. You know what I'm saying? When this happened, it's like everything just came crashing, bro. Boom. But hey, Tommy, the best feeling in the world, though, is when all that shit goes away. 
Oh, yeah, and it's... When you wake up one day and you're like, what the fuck was I afraid of? Or this or that. You're like, I can't believe that shit was even bothering me, dude. Yeah, no, and, and, and I've dealt you with... You outgrow that. I've dealt with anxiety in my life. I've had bouts of anxiety. Yeah, um, me too. You know how bad I, my anxiety was at one point? Where I would brush my teeth, I would look for different, uh, like, toothpaste that didn't have too much mint because I was thinking the mint or the dentine in it. Would like uh, close up my airways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I was talking to Lydia on the phone one night. I'm in. I'm in my job, and they didn't have regular milk, and I wanted to eat some cereal. You know. Yeah. So I go on the thing and I grab the fucking <coughs> silk, whatever almond milk, whatever. <laughs> I eat it. I'm allergic to almond almond milk. Yeah. Oh right? my god. But I I, I eat it and I, I'm on the phone and I start getting scratched like scratchy throat you know and I'm like oh my god my airways are closing I can't breathe. For a half hour, I'm like, should I go to the emergency room? Should I go to the emergency room? No, no, no. You're all right. You're all right. You're all right. I'm like, all right, drink some water. Drink some water. I'm like, open up. Breathe, 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 breathe. I'm like, if I get by, once I get home, if I get home, if it's really still bad, I'm going to go to the hospital. And I get, like, I'm, and Lily's talking to me on the phone. I'm trying to have a conversation with Lily. I'm like, cuckoo, per move. I'm going to die at work on the phone with my sister from almonds. You know? I'm like, they're going to laugh. They're gonna be oh, like Tommy. I like how do you how are you thirty and you don't know that you're allergic to almonds? You know, we would like, have to make up a badass story. Crazy, Paulie's allergic to almonds. I I I can't. I just get scratchy, you know, scratchy throat. But it doesn't kill me. But like I was like, I gotta hide those. I'm like, I gotta hide those. Gotta hide those almonds. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. Laugh at my pain, you know. It's fucking funny. It's shit. Listen, man. All this shit we've been going through. It's just. This quarantine, like, yo, I've been like, bro, I'm like, I'm like, yo, let's just go on vacation, man. Let's get away for a few days. Uh, we went to Long Island, dude. I, I rented a hotel room, bro. I was on edge. I go, why don't we bring the Lysol wipes up to wipe down the fucking room? I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's part of me is like, oh, you have a 99% chance of surviving if you get the virus. I We had the fucking virus. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still like. Yo, get the Lysol wipes. We're looking for hotel rooms to go on vacation. I'm like, we can't go in a hotel, man. It's fucking corona everywhere, dude. We can't go in a hotel. Like, we can't use the water, the pool. We can't use it. We got to get a house that has a pool. Like, it's on its own. We can't get a fucking hotel room with a pool. That's just got the corona in it. You're giving me anxiety, Tom. Stop. <laughs> turn on the light or something, dude. <laughs> I'll turn it on. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Tom, no, no, stop. it's okay. I swear to God, I'm joking. And you can you see the, the definition. Part, but, dude, I swear to God, dude, you, you look like if, if they would have had podcast, podcasts like back in the 80s, like just you doing the solo, <laughs> just talking know, shit. You know what the worst part is? I don't know how Aileen is, but when your partner, like when you have all that anxiety and fear and paranoia coursing through your body and your partner doesn't give a fuck about it. Aileen's the same way. But it actually... Her being that way actually helps me because <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I go, I got coronavirus and dying, you know? And Aileen gets it and she's bedridden <laughs> for two weeks straight. And I'm like, I'm dying. And this person's actually like bad, you know what I'm saying? Like real bad. And I'm having flutters, you know, like heart flutters. And I'm fucking. <laughs> And this person's like loses her voice, can't smell, can't taste, 
bedridden, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I have a hiccup and I'm like, oh my God, is that cancer? Like, you know, like, <laughs> so that shit, when she's like that, it actually helps me. She's like, shut up, dude. She's like, you're in a fucking hospital. She's like, you cough. Do you want to go to the hospital now? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not, I'm like, no, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I want to go to the hospital right now. I do want to go to the hospital right now because something's wrong with me. But I'm not gonna go to the hospital because you just made fun of me. <laughs> I'm not gonna go to the fucking hospital. You know? It actually the helps. The best was when social media had on there that the protests were coming to the suburbs. And dude, for like three days, I, I never been more scared. I was freaking out. <laughs> Freaking the fuck out, dude. I was about to I was about to start calling people. Bro, think about this. Think about this, bro. We live in New York City, right? I started calling people to find out where I could get an illegal firearm because it's easier and faster than getting a legal one. Think about that. You want to protect your house, it's easier in New York City to call up fucking Johnny Maluk and get a fucking thirty eight special with sixteen bodies on it. <laughs> than it is to go and purchase a legal farm where it's registered in your name. So if you use that, they know it's your gun. You know what I'm saying? Everything is like done correctly, right? I sat in my house for three days every night by the window with a bat. With a bat. Like, well, what am I going to do with the bat, dude? What am I going to do with the bat? I might get the first three guys, let's say. You know what I'm saying? After or the first three guys. You can break your window and run. And what? And you can break your window and run. You know, it's, I almost, it's an I almost option. broke the windows in the front of the house so they think we were with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get a, you swing, you, you catch one or two guys, and then someone grabs the bat, and this is over for your life after that. You know? What are you going to do with yeah. the bat? What are you going to do with the bat? You, what technique works? You use the bat with one hand. Now they can grab it easier. You use it with two hands, you lose momentum with, with, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no good way. I want to be inside the house. I want to give a warning and say, if you touch my property, I'm going to shoot you. And I want them to respond or not. And then fire a hail of bullets outside of my window. I don't want to go outside into the sea of animals. Like, I don't want to jump in there. You know what I mean? I don't know, but like you I said. Me too for that three days. Who? You were, calling me, you were calling me every day. You were like, you're like, guys, you, you, you got to move out of New York. You, you, you have to leave right now. Right now. You know? I'm it, it's, sorry, bro. I'm sorry like, that I me, give a me, fuck. Let me get in. Yeah, she was no, getting a little bit too extra paranoid for that. No, it was just my my paranoia oh, compound with yours. We're paranoia squared. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if I if we were the if we were like if it was a dire situation, I would like to think that we would be very heroic, me and you. You know, and I think we would in a lot of situations. But if it was like a psychological situation, I feel like me and you would would like if it was the end of the world, we'd be like, oh my god, it's only us two. We'd pass out and die. You know what I'm saying? From the fucking. I don't, think, I, would, I don't think I'd be good in any situation. But that's I'm what good, I told her. I'm good in immediate danger. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I, like, you give me a task, you give me immediate danger, I'm good. Tommy, if you I know was what a soldier. Else talk, bro? Not bad, dude. If I was I a soldier talk, in war. Anyways, Tommy, go ahead. If, if I was a soldier in war, 
and I had to walk every day and be scared that someone was going to take a shot at me or whatever, that shit would fuck with me completely. I would be one of those guys that came back fucked up. <laughs> For sure. For sure, bro. That's 100%. I'm not even scared to say it. You know? But like I, I, like I told her, too, like I was like, if shit does pop off, like I, I, I totally trust her to like, you know, bust a couple moves. I do too. Like I know, like you, you would, she would be good in that situation. I'm like, so just don't worry about it. No, because the thing is with me and Lily, particularly, is like we, we, we obsess over what can happen. Yeah. <clears throat> But when something does happen, we jump into action. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way we are. But we're constantly and listen, in and biologically, like anxiety, paranoia, that's great. Because that means that you're focused on your surroundings on what could happen. It means you're 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 more sharp. You're thinking about things that can go wrong, you know, which is great. But in this day and age where so much things go so many things go right for us and it's really safe, it becomes debilitating in this day and age. But yeah. a thousand years ago, they'd be like, yo. Bring this motherfucker to the head of the, to the village, bro. This guy's always thinking about shit. <laughs> Did he say something about the fucking earth opening up? Bring him. He's the new leader. <laughs> He's worried about that. We all should be worried about that. <laughs> This guy's always thinking about what to be worried about. I want that guy. That's the guy I want. I don't want the guy that's like, yeah, everything's good. You know, like, I don't want that guy. You know? Like, that's the dude I want. He can kill a bear. Exactly. Or he thinks of how the bear's going to kill us. So he prepares us for when the bear comes. You know what I, mean? I swear to God, that's totally I'm true. the guy that's like, yo, listen, bro, the, the, the bears, they, they're a solo killing animal. They're probably going to come at night. Uh, We're going to be have, sleeping. We have to have three shifts of two guards. Like, <laughs> You're laughing, but when that whole protest was supposed to come to the suburbs, I had a whole plan mapped out. I was like, all right, Nick's house has six windows. We have six scooters. The kids we can send to the roof. No one's going to look on the roof. Don't worry. I knew exactly where to, where to take you guys. There's something calming about having a high-powered weapon in your home. Very. You know? Like, I have wet dreams about that DBS-12 shotgun. <laughs> and it just I just think to myself, like, when you rack it, when you just rack the round, the fear that goes through the human body, like, oh, shit. Yeah, There's but that's oh, shit my moment. problem. It's not my problem. My problem isn't, am I going to survive? My problem is, do I want to survive if Tommy's not okay, Frankie, Georgie, who's... What the fuck is Georgie gonna do? Where's Tommy gonna go? That's the shit that keeps me up at night. I know, but you know what's crazy? That doesn't keep me up at night because for some reason that's like not my thing that, you know, I do worry about things, but those particular things don't worry me as much. Like I, I was talking to Aileen's dad today, yesterday, and, and you know, his brother died when he was young. Like they were young, you know? Like, I'm like, and I thought about it. I'm like, bro, a lot of people's family members die when they're young, like relatively young, like 25, 30 yeah. years old, you know, like it happens all the time. We're blessed. The fact that you hit 40, you know what I'm saying? 
like the more and more older I get or whatever's going on with the virus and all this shit, the more I think like, bro, people that are 65, 70, like, yo, dude, you're mad lucky that you made it to there. Like most, a lot of people don't even make it to 70. Yeah. You know, like the median age is 77, right? But that's because some people die at 100, you know, people die at 100 and a lot of people die at fucking 40 and 30 and 20 and 18 and you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's crazy. That's crazy when you think about that, man. Yeah, dude, it's a struggle just to even get to seventy-seven, bro. Yo, you make it to seventy, bro, without having. Think about what could get you from now on. Cancer, right? That's a big one. Cancer, <laughs> fucking coronavirus, diabetes, heart attack, all these things. Stroke, like all these things could get you, bro. I envy. They say ignorance is bliss, right? And I thought about that, and I think about that, and I say to myself, I, I have a cousin that's an alcoholic. He's a really good guy, though. You you know him, Doda. That guy is ignorant to these kind of things. He doesn't think about that. He thinks about today, working, enjoying himself. That's not thinking about tomorrow. I envy that person in a lot of ways because their life is just filled with so much less clutter. It's like, you know? It's like, what are we doing today? We're going to go to work today. We're going to drink some beers after. We're going to eat some good food. And we're going to go to sleep. And that guy, nothing's going to kill that guy. Nothing. I seen the guy drink for seven hours after work, come to work at six in the morning, go throw up for two minutes outside in the bush, drink two Red Bulls, and go right to work. And I'm sitting here. If I have two cups of coffee, I'm like, my heart's going to have – I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, but those are the guys that die at 45. He's 50-something, and he's in good fucking shape. That uh, actually, I, I was just about to say that. I was about to agree with George on that because, like, a lot of those guys are, like, that are ignorant to a lot of those things. Those are the ones that, like, end up dying. Like, us know. that sit there and think about it, like, that shit doesn't happen. Like, I see – listen, we got a guy in my neighborhood. Did you know him, Mickey? Mickey the Crackhead? <laughs> you know him. I, I guess. Yeah, well, listen, this guy is a crackhead, right? He smoked a lot of crack in the 80s, right? <laughs> All right, so this is the worst kind of crackhead you will ever meet in your life because he's not the crackhead that you saw in the movies. You picture crackhead, you picture Dave Chappelle, you, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? This guy is about 6'2, six, 6'3, two, six, 240 pounds ripped, okay? And he smokes tremendous amounts of crack. So when he comes up to you and asks you for $2, you have to make life and death decisions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would always come up to the corner and be like, what's going on, guys? And, you know, like, you guys got money. I need $2 right now. Like, you know, and then in the beginning, I gave it to him because I was like, this motherfucker is going to kill me. And another thing about Mickey, interesting fact, he's been shot, stabbed. And he's still alive. And he's 40-some years old and never looked better <laughs> with a full head of hair. Okay? And he's a crackhead. And he's a crackhead. Smokes a lot of crack. You know? Every time I hear him, I'm like, I'm like, I think to myself, I'm like, did the world get rid of this guy finally? Because he brought no good ever. You know? I'm like, did the world finally get rid of him? Because I stopped giving him money. At, one, at some point, I was like, yo, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, I don't have money. You know what I mean? But... I see what he does to people. He constantly terrorizes them. 
and he scares them and they give him money just to get him away from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like every fucking every year I do a Mickey check. And I'm like, yo, someone's like, yo, yo, did you hear what happened to Mickey? I'm like, not what? They're like, he got shot fucking four times. I'm like, yes, that motherfucker's dead, bro. Finally, you know, he's not going to fucking terrorize people anymore. I'm like, I'm like, good. I'm like, good. Finally, he's dead. Nah, bro, he's alive, dude. Oh, my he only, God. He only stayed in the hospital for three days, dude. He's out. <laughs> like, that motherfucker's Superman, bro. He's Superman. Back in, back in the days, we used to call them type of guys uh, crack monsters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was, bro. That's what I he was, dude. God. And he's alive and kicking and doing well. Thank you very bro, much. I'll tell you, there's no crackheads like Detroit crackheads out here. Oh, they, are fun, they, they are, are fucking breed. funny. They are yeah. one of a kind. They are really? one of a kind down here, dog. Tommy, one of a kind. I've seen crackheads in New York. These, these motherfuckers are one of a kind. Really? White, black, it don't matter. They are on a different level. Okay, so I got to tell you, the, the most time I ever spent with a crackhead, right? <laughs> so I get arrested. Um, I beat up, I beat up some kid's father and I left the scene of the crime, which it wasn't a crime, but I left, he hit me first, but I left. Uh, I got a call two weeks later from a detective at my house and he goes, you're going to come down here or I'm going to come to get you. I said, no, no, I'll be there tomorrow. So I, I go with my mom. They press charges against me, like fucking five charges, which were ridiculous. They press five, five fucking charges against me, right? The police officer goes to take my statement. I write down exactly what happened to a T. And I'm like, mommy's like, mommy's next to me, you know? And mommy's like, dude, in Albania, what the fuck are you doing, bro? She's like, no, don't write that, you know? I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, justice will prevail. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not wrong. America is all about justice. I will get my justice. I'll have my day in court, right? So the detective takes it. She looks at it. And she goes, I will listen to your mom and gives it back to me, right? <laughs> so she gives it back to me. I write a new one up, less incriminating. I write a new one up. <laughs> I give it back to her. And she goes, now we're going to arrest you. I go, okay. She arrests me. They put me in the cell. They're like, you want a Chinese food or anything? I'm like, I'm like I think mommy gave me like 40 bucks, right? Because she was so scared. So she gave me like 40 bucks. They ordered Chinese for me. Everything was cool. I was in a cell. I was like, all right. They're like, all right, we're going to take you to Central Bookings now. So we get in the car. This now is the your cops, first time? This is my first time. Yeah, yeah. So oh, now, my God. So now the cops, they're scaring the shit out of me. Because they're like, when you get there, don't talk to nobody. Don't look at nobody. They're like, you know, just be careful. Watch your back at all times. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, where am I going? Afghanistan, dude? So, <laughs> I'm like, so we fucking we fucking get the central bookings, right? We go in, they take your paperwork, whatever they process you, they put me in the cell, right? And I didn't know it goes by levels. So you start like in the basement, then one, two, three, and then you see the judge. I get in there, I'm fucking sitting there, I'm looking around, I'm not fucking talking to nobody, you know? Everybody's quiet, everybody's quiet, right? We're sitting there. Like two hours goes by, right? And the whole time I'm on pins and needles, bro. And two hours goes by. And then one motherfucker goes, yeah, man, they got me. I was going out to South Carolina buying guns and bringing them back, you know? And then he says something, and then everybody starts talking, right? 
So we're all talking, <laughs> right? So we're all talking, and there's a guy in there that smoked crack that looked exactly like Tyrone Biggums, the Dave Chappelle character. Yeah. This motherfucker, we get in there, right? Everybody's talking. He's like, he takes his shirt off, right? Takes his shoes off, rolls his shirt around the shoes, puts them down. He goes, I'm going to sleep in this motherfucker. He's like, yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, yeah, motherfuckers ain't never been to jail. Y'all probably ain't smoke crack either. And he just lays down <laughs> and goes to sleep in the middle of the cell. In the <coughs> middle of the fucking it's cell. I felt like, you remember, you guys ever seen that movie, Blow? Yeah. Remember when he says, I went in with like an associate's degree in marijuana and came out with a master's degree in cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> I came out of there. I came out of there. I knew... Where to go to get guns to bring them back in New York without <laughs> anybody finding out. How to stash guns in the car. Where to get a cocaine in the Bronx. I learned every fucking thing that you could possibly want to know about being a criminal. And I was arrested for getting into a fight. You know what I'm saying? So I finally get to fucking... They bring you up to the level where you're going to see the judge. And this guy's smoking cigarettes. It's in the third He's level, careful. right? There's... Yeah, third floor. The guy's smoking a cigarette in the cell, and you can't smoke, you know? The guy's smoking cigarettes. So the fucking, the CO is like, the CO is like, yo, turn that shit off, right? He's like, so the guy keeps smoking. The other guy goes, if I come back here one more time for the cigarette, I'm losing everybody's papers. So when he said that, bro, everybody turned around like this. And looked at the dude and was like, yeah, you better turn that shit out. You're going to get stomped out right now, dude, you know? So I'm in there the whole time. There's another white guy there, right? So I'm looking at the white guy, and I'm like, he looks Greek, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's not talking to nobody the whole time. So they get us. They give us our bologna sandwich, whatever, all that bullshit, and then they give us a cereal in the morning, right? Because I was there I was there for almost almost two days. So they give us the cereal, all that shit. I'm waiting to see the judge. I'm in this fucking cell with the white guy. I don't know what happened. This nigga says something. I go, bro, are you Shiptar? He oh goes, my. yeah. I go, dude, why didn't you say something, bro? Like, the whole time, I'm thinking like everybody's against me. I was like, we could have been sitting together and shit, bro. <laughs> we could have started our own gang. I'm like, the fuck, dude? I'm like, I was like going to see the judge. I'm like, you need anything? You good? He's like, I'm like, do you need like anything? You know, he's like, I don't have any, any money to call. My, I said, bro, here's $10, dude. Call whoever you need to call, bro. Why didn't you tell me before, dude? You know? And then I go outside and I go see the judge. And then they arrested me again, right? And they bring me inside. Listen to this. I go two years to court every fucking month. I go, I was determined to fight this. I wanted a, a trial by a jury of my peers because I knew I was not guilty of all those offenses. Not even one of them I was guilty of, right? So I go for two years. I got arrested when I was 16. I was still going to court when I was 18, right? I missed one day because I was in school or something. I missed one day. I went the next day. The fucking judge arrests me on site. He goes, $1,500 bail. I go in the back. I had my cousin Peter's uh, Gore-Tex, North Face Gore-Tex jacket on, right? So they arrest me. This fucking, this dude's there. He goes, yo, you, you came from outside? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, yo, bro, you smoke? I'm like, yeah. He's like, break me off a cigarette, bro. Please, please, I'm dying. So I give him a cigarette. The cop comes. 
He goes, all right, take off your jacket. He starts looking inside my jacket. What does he find? This motherfucking, this motherfucker Peter on 17 different drugs for schizophrenia and whatever all that shit he had. He had a fucking little weed bag filled with like four pills in it, you know? And he goes, wow, what's this? I go, I don't know, dude. I go, this is my cousin's jacket. I go, I don't know what that is. He goes, oh, yeah? He's an Albanian, right? What is this, steroids? And, I, and I, at that time, I was like 170 pounds. I go, dude. Do I look like I'm on steroids, bro? I go, does it look like I use steroids? He goes, don't worry. We're going to bring this down to the lab. We'll, be, we'll, we'll find out what this is. So they send me in. I go, dude, that's it. It's over. I go, it's over for me, dude. God knows what the fuck was in this kid's shit. I'm going to get three years, you know? And then I call. They go, you can make one phone call. I call my dad. At that time, we have the house, you know, the house phones. I call my dad and I go, I go, Bob, I'm kind of in a store. This nigga goes to me. Good. And closes <laughs> the phone on me. <laughs> right so i'm like oh it's over i'm like i don't have the 1500 bill i was like it's fucking over dude so i'm waiting there i wait a few hours finally the judge brings me back out as soon as i walk in the courtroom i look to the right my man daddy's sitting there fucking just waiting with the bail money for me right so the judge is like what do you want to do i go honestly your honor i feel like i'm gonna get no justice in this court I go, so I'm going to plead guilty. I go, but I'm not guilty. And they offered me the same deal from two years ago, the same fucking deal two years later, one year probation. And I had to take the deal. And I didn't even know mommy told them that I was a, a weed addict. So I had to go to fucking piss tests every week. <laughs> So every fucking week, I had to go. I had to, every every month. I had to go to to one sixty first and do a pee test for these motherfuckers and check in with my. Uh, best thing I ever did. <laughs> yeah, best thing you ever did. Yeah. Best thing I heard him say. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to go to a therapist to talk about anger management for one year, and he tested me every week when I went. Wow. For marijuana, See. it actually turned out to be good, but fucking See, dude, it, it was. It, if, if you would have been a white guy, dude, you would have had no problem. <laughs> I know. That's why I laugh. I laugh at this shit, bro. I looked at, I actually looked at the judge and I was like, yo, but I was like, yo, but I'm white. <laughs> well, I was yo, like, you know? I'm like, yo. Did, did you have to go to 161? Yeah, I went to yeah, 161st. Yeah. Dude, they don't yeah. care, bro. You're a number. Black, white, brown, Asian, you're a number, dude. Be like, like your honor. You be like your honor. Can I have a notebook? Yeah, you put up the white page next to you, like <laughs> my PO is PO Poochie. PO Poochie? I had uh some I had a Dominican dude. He was actually pretty cool. And the last time I, I went there, he was like, I hope I never see you again. And I was like, Me too, bro. Me too, bro. <laughs> and I never did see him again. He died three years later of cancer. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the ignorant ones <laughs> Bro I used to go there Dude I used to go there With another kid uh, We used to just ride together And this kid would be smoking weed On the way To there And be like nah nah it's all good dude You just gotta drink this drink And he would drink the drink And smoke weed And he would pass the tests And I would not smoke at all at all, because I didn't want to go to jail. You know, I would not smoke at all. And my the guy would be like, 
dude, there's like little traces in there, man. Like, are you really stopping? And I'm like, wow. I'm like, dude, oh, wow. I haven't smoked. Bro. I'm not lying to you, dude. Like, I haven't smoked at all, bro. You know? And this kid's just sitting there. He's like, yo, What's I the- juice at fucking GNC. It takes care of everything. Like this. He's like, yo, if you drink vinegar and water. He's like, <laughs> and he never came up positive, bro. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. You know? On that note, let's end this podcast, man. All right, fellas. This is a great, great podcast, man. I really Loved it. it. Loved it. Hopefully I really enjoyed you guys listening it. to me talk. It was good. All right, guys. Yeah. I, I I love when you go on your ranks. I love I love that you love it, bro. Man, this tan I got tanned the fuck up. Hold on, bro. Can, we end, can we end the podcast? <laughs> go ahead, hold on, man. I'm still looking at myself. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next right. time. It's over. Bye. Later.